be too soft to start. Welcome, welcome to, to episode 41. 41 episodes of the Broken Chair Scores soundtrack podcast. This was nice. We, we we very nicely played off of each other. I think we're professionals now. Can we call ourselves professionals? I think after that we can do that. It's season five. It's first episode of season five, basically. Incredible. So yeah, we made it. Who would have thought? Yeah, this is like the big threshold. Four apps in. And then 41, people, we have many news for you. You might have seen it, you might have not seen it yet, but we're now cool. Why are we cool? Because we now are on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. Instagram, follow us. The Gram, Broken Chess Course. Uh, I guess on it, you just look for it on Instagram and you will find it. And what, what do you get there? You get us, videos of us. You get to see our ugly mugs. And listen to us talk as ugly and as uh, accentuated as we do right now. Ah, uh, you will also see CDs. Oh, yes. Physical things. Mm -hmm. You will show physical things. Cartridges. Be yeah, because maybe you don't, like, maybe you don't remember that. Because you, 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 do, you, do, you stream a lot and you live in the, in, the, in the cyberspace only. The digital age. Yeah, so we will show you actual, although CDs are digital, I think. Yeah. But um, we will show you CDs, artwork, stuff like that. So follow us on, on the gram, you know. We're basically your influencers now. So please follow us. Also, go to YouTube. Yep. Uh, look for Broken Chess Course and you will find us there as well. You will find longer versions of the videos. What else? We might have a little chat about this or that. Yeah. And yada yada. It's your background info. It's your meta context stuff. It's your behind the scenes footage. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's that. So you should check this out. Also, um, I have a question for for the users, maybe for the for the followers, uh, which is a thing that we in it like it accidentally did, but we never really thought about it, and that's that we. In the in the last episode, 40, which is the best of episode yeah. of season four, we played tracks from the One and Wonders episode, the remixes episode. Yeah. And um, I just want to ask if you feel that if this is okay or not. Because it's a bit it's a bit um, meta, you know, to play a, a best of song which is actually not an original song but a remix. Ah, now I see. Yeah, I'm not sure if this should be eligible, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should ask the fans. So fans, if you have an opinion, you know, should we do it? Should we not do it? Like, for example, last episode, I think one of us played this uh, Radio uh, uh, Ehrenfeld F-Zero thing. Yes. Right? And that was a remix. That was for episode 35. Uh, for, yeah, 35. So it was cool and all, but the question is, should it be... Should it be you know, okay, is it legit to do that? Should it be confined to only the remixes episode or 
can it be played in the best of episode if, again? Yeah, and that's that's the question. That's basically my question here for you this month. So people chime in, uh, slide into our DMs. <laughs> that's how they say that. Yes, yes. And uh, and uh, tell us what do you think about this very controversial topic? To be honest, I mean. There's almost nothing else that's as important as this. The question. hours we discussed this. Oh yeah, um, I've got a question for you. Is Elim on Macedon, and is he doing he, things there? He might. He might be. Yes. He might be there. Yeah. So people might be if if you're like super like subversive and you use Macedon, you might find Elim there. You know, we can't tell you where and how because it's super secret. I guess. I think I, I might find something out All right. for the next episode. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. So, like, maybe we can also be on this very, very niche platform. Yeah. But we, we, we play niche tracks. So, why What's... not be on the niche platform? Sure. Right? Or is it niche? I don't know. Niche is all right. Niche. I don't know. Uh, okay. So, and then you can also find the latest legacy upload. We uploaded episode six uh, back from 2015. Um, in our stream, so you'll find it on the Broken Chess Course website. Uh, yeah, and you can also go to the. I don't know where you can go. You can go to the website uh, and in your podcast. Yeah, it should have popped up in your podcast. To be honest, exactly. You probably already heard it, but if not, check it out. It's super cool. It's um, Master and Commander and um, Kazuo Hanzawa's um, masterpiece for the alien, alien soldier. soldier. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, for have you you remembered that this is similar to what kind of game? Similar to Contra. It's in the uh, yeah, 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 exactly with bigger sprites and uh, very questionable uh, sprites. Mm -hmm. to, be, to be frank, still is it's a very good it's soundtrack. Very gory and very great soundtrack with a great FM chip from the Mega Drive. And in this episode, I talk about uh, someone who, who who quoted someone else about Kazuo Hanzawa. And this person says something cool, a funny quote. And I, I found out that this person, I, in episode 6, I talk about this person called, called Dark Comet 72 on this forum, bgmdb.net. And what I did is uh, I tried to find out, because this person is quoting this this person and saying well I found in another forum someone saying this and that about Kazuo um, Hanzawa and uh, I tried to find out what that was this other forum and this this entry that is quoting the other one is from 2010 and I uh, I made an actually an, a user account for the vgmdb.net which is a very cool site you should go there it's all video game music uh, it's basically a wiki for video game music and um, I contacted this original person who wrote this quote. It, this might all be a bit confusing for you now, but if you listen to episode six, you will understand what I mean, right? And um, this other person said, they don't know, right? They can't remember. Um, the thread is buried, archival, subforum, blah, blah, blah. It's a bit complicated, but unfortunately, we cannot find out anything about dark, Comet 72, the person vanished somehow. Um, but this other user gave me the original forum where supposedly this quote was written. Ooh. It was gamingforce.org. Um, but it's been dead for years, is what he says. I still clicked it, 
And I was forwarded to exploding Garmondo Wiener interactive Swiss army penis. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to check this out, um, exploding Garmondo Wiener interactive Swiss army penis, go to gamingforce.org. Maybe you can find out something. Maybe Dark Comet 72 is a user, is a follower of our podcast. Please tell us and tell us where you wrote this other funny thing about Kazoo and Zala. That was it. Fantastic. And as always, let's get into the thick of it. Let's get into the music, shall we? Let's do that. The Game Boy starts. Which is me this time. That's you. Do it. Do your thing. You have no idea what I'm going to play? No. Actually, I really don't. No? Um, Well, now I'm opening my playlist and you probably can see. And uh, yeah, um, I'm going to play... The or I chose for for this episode the great game from 2020, Spiritfarer, and um, the soundtrack was composed by. Um, let me take a look here in my notes. I mean, I know what the man uh, what the man's name's I- name is. He, his name is Max LL, but I wanted to see what the LL stands for. Maxime Lacoste Lebuis. Yeah. French Canadian. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'll just play the first track before I go into what it's about. Tell us again what this is called. I, I didn't get it. The track name is called Spiritfarer from the game Spiritfarer by Max LL. Thank you. 
that was Spiritfarer from the game, which is also called Spiritfarer by Max LL. Yeah, tell me, what what do you think? Nice. It reminded me a little of uh, the Samuros soundtrack that we had. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of Spiritfarer. Tell us about it. What is it? Spiritfarer, um, well... Maybe maybe this is kind of a plug for the for, for your other podcast. Spiritfarer is um, a management sim, and uh, which has some some small action sequences, action game sandbox uh, game sequences. Uh, it was developed and published by Thunder Lotus Games in 2020, and um, first I heard about it in uh, Rhythm and Pixels and they were raving about it so last year at the beginning of the last year or the ending of the of 2022 I think um, I got the game at GOG and tried it out and instantly fell in love mm. so it's a computer game PC game it is a PC game it is a game for Nearly every console you can, oh. yeah, you, you that is current right, right. now. Huh. Um, it's available for PS4, for Xbox, I, I think for Switch as well, but I'm not sure. Anyway, um, very, very beautiful game, and uh, the soundtrack, I think, um, yeah, mirrors that. We start relaxed into the, into the new season, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And without without giving too much away, I, I will also present laid back music more or less today. Great. So this is uh, this is for you to chill out this episode. Don't don't be afraid that there will be some Kazoo Hanzawa hitting you over the head with uh, music from hell. You know, no, no, it's it's super relaxed and chill today. It's probably even okay for for the whole family. We we didn't we didn't swear yet. Right. Ah. But, but yeah, maybe it'll come. Maybe the swearing will come later, you know? You never know. Um, people, let's, uh, let's move it on with, uh, with the soundtrack for, uh, well, the production for television. Let's say it like this. It's a uh, show that was released in 1980. It was on a channel which was, I think, in the US, some sort of... Um, I don't know how that is called, a, a channel that is, that plays stuff like educational stuff. Cool. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure about that, right? But uh, it was uh, a documentary, 14-part documentary, um, and each episode was an hour, and it was called uh, Cosmos by Carl Sagan. This is the name of the presenter of this show. And this was the person who was very famous in the US in the 80s. So what they did is, because of this uh, educational situation, they were allowed to take whatever music they wanted. So for some reason, they could take anything. And they didn't compose music for the show, but they took pre-existing music. Right. So today we're going to hear five pre-existing pieces of music. But since they were used in this show, some of them became really famous because they were used in the show. And the show was very famous. And um, that that's why it's okay to, to be on this podcast, I think. 
And um, the show was redone in 2020 or something. And I actually saw that with Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh -huh. who is the, the modern day equivalent of this like person. Like he's someone who's also very knowledgeable about science and space and stuff. And who is very renowned and um, people take him seriously. And uh, yeah, that, that was Carl Sagan in the 80s. Uh, yeah, so let's let's listen to the first piece, which was actually composed by uh, the Greek composer Vangelis, who Ooh. yeah, who we all know from from many different productions, but most prominently, I would say, from the score to Blade Runner. Yes. Uh, let's listen to the first piece. And by the way, what are we playing here? I'm I, I'm playing something that someone. Um, uploaded on YouTube and I think what they uploaded is the original LP right so it's a quite short presentation some of the tracks start somehow in the middle like they were used in the show and the LP is of bad quality I would say so sometimes it's a bit wobbly and a bit scratchy but I think this is very charming and sounds very nice and gives it a very nice quality and i like listening to this explicit youtube presentation a lot um there are better ones out there i think but i i like this 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 yeah this upload because it is pretty close to the to the bad lp quality i would say interesting yeah first track which is also the main title theme of the cosmos television show which and it was played i think each episode it's called heaven and hell part one by Van Gelis or Van Gelis.
So that was Heaven and Hell Part 1 by Van Gellis from the soundtrack of The Music of Cosmos, the science documentary series from the 80s. This song was written in 75 by Van Gellis. It's uh, one of really? his early albums. Um, the, the title of the album is also Heaven and Hell. And it was described on Wikipedia as a concept album based on duality. Mm-hmm. Heaven and hell, uh, yeah. wink, wink, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. Interesting. Kind of also my subject here. Uh, but I'll get to that later. Mm. Your, 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 your turn. <laughs> nice. Well, that that's that's already it, I would say. I would later, maybe one thing. This this show was, was, was very serious. Uh, it tried to explain many complex scientific concepts to a wider audience. Uh-huh. So um, the, the the music was also a bit highbrow, like highbrow. Sometimes it was like classical music and also this stuff. And they said they took music from all genres, but to be honest, they are pretty heavy on the synth stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty heavy on the classical music. So no, like, no there's, disco, like, there's no disco, there's no jazz, there's no nothing like that, you know. But fair enough. I mean, I like most of the selections, and um, yeah, sounded great. I mean, um, we were listening to it, and I and I said, if I didn't know that is Vangelis, I would have thought that this is um, like Jean Michel Jarre, mm-hmm. um, and he's also featured. But on the thing, yeah, I think that's that's the period, like yeah, mid seventies, mm-hmm. were going that synth route. Yeah, and the synths they were new then, and they yeah. were cool, and yeah. this, this was never heard before. Yeah. These sounds they were like super new. So yeah, it sounded futuristic back then. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Nice. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. Wanna wanna go and listen to the next track immediately. Um. Yeah, you can tell something about it. Okay. Um. So, yeah, as I said, um, the subject of duality is also a subject in the game of Spiritfarer. Uh, in Spiritfarer, you take the role of a little girl called Stella, and Stella, uh, gets the task in the beginning, um, to take over from Charon, who. In the mythology, takes the the spirits and the souls of the dead and takes them into the afterlife. This guy, the one on the boat. Exactly. Ah, there yes. you go. Mm. And because Charon is very tired and uh, needs a vacation, he turns to Stella and asks her to take over while he's on vacation. Fair enough. So, death is the subject of the game. Mm. And although that's the subject of the game, it is not as dark as you might imagine it. And um, that's kind of what they were going for. Anyway, um, let's listen to the second track, which is called Hummingburg. That's um, one of the places you visit Mm. as you're going on. And uh, yeah, Here we go. Hummingbird. Hummingbird. 
There was Hummingbird from the game Spiritfarer by Max LL. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Very nice. I like like a good pizzicato string waltz. Uh, right. Very, very lovely, yeah. I would say. And I guess uh, Hummingbird is not um, some sort of a dystopian mega city. No, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. like the opposite. Yeah, it's a little, little, little uh, like village where I, you uh, collect your first uh, first soul or first um, spirit mm. on your on your ship mm. or by that time it's still a boat later on it's going to be a ship or you upgrade yes because there's so many people dying um, there are not many people but you have to like um, meet their demands oh so they have like demands they want like mm. a nice spa on the boat that's Your your task is not mm. only to to take them over the river, mm. but most of them have still something to do. I see some last last wish they want fulfilled, some uh, something they need to have said to someone or, or mm. some something. They do that you on have the boat. Then you have to help them with that. I see. And I see. while while they're with you, um, they of course need to be fed and they need to sleep somewhere and they mm. well they they you, you have to look for their comfort this is where the simulation part of the game exactly comes in, yeah the, the the building and the management and uh, yes yeah, that sounds very interesting what, what an intriguing concept ex exceptionally great games great. have become so so like good you know in the past it was build a city <laughs> Or build an army and destroy it, and that was trash, of course. <laughs> that was not trash. I mean, something was cool. So, but but now this is a very sophisticated concept. Absolutely, mm. and it's beautifully presented. Absolutely, yeah. nice. I love that. Yeah, very good. You should look into it. It sounds very good. It is. Can I play it on my on my computer, like like Absolutely. the work computer, the yes. shitty one without yes. the graphics yes. card? Yes, yes, totally. Oh, yeah. Can I play it at work? Um, you can, of course. Does it yeah. relate to my work somehow? Um, that's up to you to think about it. I mean, I, I'm in software, you know, yeah. so this is software, this is software, right? Yeah. So it sort of relate, relates if, to my job. If, if that's the relation you need. Yeah, then, they, got, yeah. they can't play that work, yeah. you know? Yeah. Very good. Also, people die, you know? There you go. Unfortunately, sometimes people die, you there know, you at go. work. So yeah. they can say, well, I was training yeah. for this, playing Spirit Farer, and I, I'm prepared. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Spirit Fair, Hummingbird. Shall I go on? Let's go. Let's do that. Next track is, um, I think track number three. Come on, there we go. Yeah, it's a three. It's a third one. It's, a, it's another Va Va Vangelis track. It's called Alpha, and I'm pretty sure you've heard it. It's, it's, This is probably the one that still sometimes hurt somewhat. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, another another um, track that was pre-existing is from 76. This next album, 
which is called Albedo 0.39. That was the name of the album. Mr. Van Gallis was a bit was a bit um, creative with his album titles. And um, I described it as um, uh, synth um, glory or glow or gore. I don't know. <laughs> It's handwritten, so I'm not really sure what it says. Very but it's very nice. synthy, you know. It's it's pretty it's pretty synthy. You you might know it, so let's do that. Let's play Alpha by Vangelis.
we're back. This was Alpha by Van Gelis um, from the soundtrack to the television show Cosmos from the 1980s. Great, great stuff. It was a, a, a cool song. It was a bit dancey in the middle where the, the, the drums came in also, like a poppy, dancey kind of thing. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't call it dancey. I, would, I mean, it it felt like it took up tempo but it didn't uh, mm. that's that's very interesting <laughs> great great effect i like that yeah and I, as i said i think people might know that song it's probably on on a, on many vangelis best of albums and I w I, what i present in this show is the version from the cosmos lp so it's a bit short i guess the original song is a bit longer but uh, i like it i like the the it's a, it's a bit of a the quality is a bit of a flimsy quality. I don't know how, how to call that, but the, the, I'm not sure if this is the original song or if it's the LP presentation or if it's YouTube. But it's it's not. It, sometimes pitch is a bit varying a little bit in the in the notes, and I like that because you don't really hear that, you know, nowadays. It, it sure sounded like it's taken from the vinyl record. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's old. Yeah, yeah. It sounds old, yeah. but uh, it's it, it's. I mean. This was probably used in a scene where like space was going on, like I don't know the yeah. future and space. So it was supposed to sound futuristic, um, and it does. And, and, but it sounds old school, you know. Yeah. It sounds like a very old school presentation of something that is future, supposed to be futuristic, which is a nice, yeah. um, again, a nice um, uh, um, duality. Somehow again. anachronistic from, yeah. from today's point of view. Yeah. I, I like it. I hope you liked it. Um, one thing, one thing, maybe that I that I didn't mention. It's um, Sagan, the guy Sagan, Sagan, Carl Sagan, was an astronomer, Ooh. and an educator, and a writer. Wow. So yeah, he he knew what he was talking about. He wasn't just your average television host. Mm. So he he was actually an astronomer. He like the, the the stuff he's explaining on the program is stuff that he knew and that's true and that's like actual science and so on. It's not like some made up rubbish. Interesting, very nice. Um, also, I saw on the cover of that uh, of that album PBS. That's probably the station that was. That ah, was yeah, yeah, they, that's uh, what I yeah. meant. Like this, yeah. this. I, I'm not really sure what that is. Yeah. It's an American thing. Yeah, PBS is like an educational station. Published, probably yeah. published, uh, published broadcast, uh, public, public broadcasting service. PBS. I think so, yeah. Public, bro maybe that's that, and that's yeah. like our. What, how, how do we call it in Germany? Öffentlich-rechtliche um, Rundfunk. Yes. Like yes. Where we like pay money and they supposedly have like uh, highbrow sophisticated content although yeah. they show loads of crap <laughs> as well <laughs> yes. yeah 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 okay i see yeah interesting um okay let's go on with the with the game um uh, i think I'm, I'm gonna just play the next track and then talk some more about the game what do you think do it okay let's go next track's called don't be scared Stella. stella don't be scared, Stella. That's difficult to say. Um, and uh, here we go.
Welcome back. That was Don't Be Scared Stella by composer Max LL from the game Spiritfarer. Um, I forget to mention that uh, this is all performed by the Montreal's Metropolitan Orchestra. Mm. Yeah. This, 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 I mean, it's called Don't Be Scared. Yes. But it sounds like someone died. Um, you don't actually see people die. Mm. People are already dead, mm -hmm. the people that you have contact with. No. So, yeah. Um, maybe it's interesting to know um, that uh, I found an, an interview with uh, the composer Max LL. And um, if you would like to hear what he has to say about the, uh, the thoughts that he had during the composition. No, not at all. Okay, I'm no, going to read it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, for Spirit Fairer, he said, it was important to have both complexity and simplicity at the same time. He goes on to say, Grief is a complex and difficult subject matter that the studio wanted to portray in a cozy, light-hearted way. Thunder Lotus, which is the studio, wanted the game to help us free ourselves from some of the, of, from some of the taboos surrounding death and passing. The music needed to reflect that, so it could never be just happy, angry or sad. And I think he made a pretty good job. Mm. Yes. Do you know when in the game this song plays? Pretty early on. No, I mean, in which situation? What's happening no. in the game? What are you doing? No, I don't, uh, I don't. I don't recall. All no. right, all right. No. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Um, why did you choose this song? Um, because I wanted to have something a little more dark as well. I see. Because the other th uh, other songs in my um, in my list are very not very bright, but they they are on the brighter side. Yeah, yeah uplifting. And um, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wanted to have this this other side, which is which is also important and portrayed very beautifully in the game. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. And it, uh, on the other hand, I mean, it was anyway a very difficult choice. There are, uh, I think, forty tracks on the on the soundtrack, yeah. and the yeah. choice was so hard. And yeah. I, I actually. There was only one track I, I was absolutely sure I, I needed to have, and the other four were were so difficult, and I just said, come on, just go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is always a very tough choice. Maybe that's a bit of a behind-the-scenes behind situation. People, this is really hard. Like, usually on a soundtrack, you get many good tracks. And to, to have to limit it to five, to make this choice absolutely this this takes very long sometimes i sit there listen to two or three songs um, in a row and uh, i repeat this exercise many times and then eventually i come up with something but i'm sometimes i'm not, not happy with with what i did because it's not fair you know it doesn't represent the whole soundtrack yeah yeah that happens yeah. but then okay so this this the, hopefully you guys uh are interested, are intrigued, and then go on and listen to the complete situation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Good. All right, let's move on. Let's go to the cosmos. 
And, um, well, this is something different now. This is no synth. This ain't no Vangelis. Ooh. This is depicting cranes in their nest. Oh. Uh, by Goro Yamaguchi. And, um, Goro. Goro, I don't know how to say <laughs> that. Neither do I. Let's uh, listen to it. This was Depicting the Cranes in Their Nest by Goro Yamaguchi. And this man is a Japanese vertical bamboo flute player who is world famous, apparently. He was born in 33 and died in 99. And um, this song was on the Voyager Golden Record. Oh, really? Do you know what that is? No. No. <laughs> Tell me. It's somewhere in the 70s, NASA or the oh. world or someone decided to send out a probe or a satellite, like just to go, go at it, just send it, you know? And they contained information about humans and music and all sorts of things that we did. And they contained it in, they put it on the, on some sort of golden right, record exactly. thing mm -hmm. and in the hope that like aliens can decipher it i think mm -hmm. they wrote it in english and some sort of mathematical language so on and they also put songs on it yeah and they also put this song on it and um so it's got a double 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 meaning it's in cosmos it's on the voyager thing on the voyager record uh, and it's i think it's pretty nice and lovely wonderful uh I've never seen cranes in their nest, but I imagine they have long necks and maybe they move them and raise them. And maybe that's what we're sort of hearing a bit in the track. Probably. My problem is that I couldn't think of anything else but Kill Bill. But? Yeah, like... In, is that song in this, in this not Kill that, Bill film? Not the, the song, but something very, very similar. I, I really don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Close to the ending. Is it? Yeah. 
Is it the scene with the funny seesaw? Yeah. Where yeah. like water yeah. is dripping. Yeah. yeah, I think I get what you say. That I'm not sure that this is the same instrument, bamboo flute, but it's a similar thing. It's also a Japanese instrument. Yeah. And it's very solemn and very re reduced. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. But okay, so I didn't check this out. I'm not sure if this is maybe the same Goro Yamaguchi guy, but uh, yeah. Okay, good. Good catch. Interesting. Well spotted. Okay, yeah. But okay, so that was um, depicting the cranes in their nest. And it was not a synth track, and I, I think that's that's good. That's uh, mixing it up, mixing it up very nicely. Totally. Okay, back to the Spiritfarer. And funnily enough, um, we're also going to Japan because my next track is called Furogawa. Here we go. That was Furogawa from the game Spiritfarer, composed by Max LL, developed by Thunder Lotus Games in 2020. And um, this was not uh, staged beforehand. We didn't yeah. talk about that. It was a very well, funny scripted. We didn't, yeah. we didn't. We didn't mean this to happen. Uh, but this was also. Japanese relaxed track. Yes, yes. <laughs> from all the tracks that we could have selected, from all the games and all the films, we play two. two yeah, yeah, two uh, Japanese ones. Kind of quite chill. Yeah, uh, this uh, is another another place that you visit on your travels, mm -hmm. where another spirit um, has to be taken aboard and. Uh, yeah. What kind of quests do these spirits like uh, demand? What well, kind of things you got to do? Um, 
I have to be careful now to, to not to take away some 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 plot uh, stories here. Um, but for example, one of the characters has to finish up something they um, they left with their, with one of their family members. So they needed to tell them something before they can go in peace. But how do you do that? What do you do? Well, they tell point. you. They tell you where to go and what to do and what to what to get them to um, to make that possible. So this part is more like an adventure game where you just go around and talk to people. Or is it like that? Well, on your boat, um, as I said, you have um, the needs of your of your passengers that you have to tend to with uh, like you, you you build your kitchen where you can cook for them. You build gardens where you can uh, grow your food, and um, um, during all that time, of course, you're on that ship and you're sailing about, and um, then you meet in these places like Furogawa or Hummingburg. You meet those people um, who are related to the people you have on your ship. And um, by by talking to the people, you found out you find out quests and side quests and all that. Uh-huh. And um, it's it's a lot of sailing around and and finding places and finding quests and side quests and. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Um, so Furugawa is a place. Furugawa is a place. Yes. All right. All right. Um, and um, I think. From that uh, piece of the soundtrack, um, you can also hear that, uh, among others, the Ghibli film scores were an inspiration. Well, I've, since I've never seen a Ghibli film, you haven't. Probably not. Oh no. my God. Is is the the Fireflies one? Is it a Ghibli film? Fire? Yes, might be. Okay, so yes. then maybe that's the yeah. one film I've seen, yeah. and that was um, but sad. They're very dark. Yes. <laughs> very sad. Uh, yeah, I know about them, and I know that they're around and that they're good, but I've never come around to watching any, any of them. Maybe uh, before you do, try and sit down and play this game. It's even, I think, it's even um, a good game for uh, playing with your children. Is it? I think so. Ah. Yes, I think so. Very all right, all right. It's it's nice of you to say that because currently we we play uh, Donkey Kong Country. And, well. um, I mean, the soundtrack to this game is so fantastic. Yeah. The only reason I haven't presented it here yet is that it's so famous and everybody knows it. Everybody and, and the grandma. Knows yeah, yeah. You too. don't need like it's not. You don't. We don't need to present stuff that everybody knows. Uh, but it's still. It's like when an aquatic ambience comes up in the water levels. I'm super relaxed and chill, and I <laughs> love it. It's fantastic, and the kids also like. Great. All right. Shall we go into the cosmos then? Let's do that. So now I have to make a hard choice on the air. Um, because there's something in there that is very well known. That's basically the equivalent to aquatic ambience, but from the 1600s. It's the, the Pachelbel Canon. Ca- canon. You know that? And I think everybody knows that, and that's why we're not playing it. So just be reminded there's stuff like that in there. There's the old JS, the old C word, and a bunch of, bunch of classic things are in there. 
And interestingly, let me just say this one thing about the canon. Um, everybody knows this track, right? It's very famous. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't for 300 years. So like this guy, and I found this out, this guy wrote it somewhere in the 1680s. Okay. It was like a mediocre hit, whatever, like people, some people liked it, but then like no one knew about it up until the 1960s and 70s when someone decided because the sheet music was available mm-hmm. but the, someone decided to make a recording you know an yeah. actual recording and then it super blew up and it was in every film trailer and it was used all the time to imply this sort of like baroque uh, classical music sort of situation. and the, I think the Wikipedia I think it goes on to say in 68 it was re-recorded in the 80s, in what it was inescapable. <laughs> it's inescapable in the 80s because it was everywhere, you know. And so I'm not going to contribute to to this um, over overplaying of it. I'm not going to play. No, we go on. We jump on to the track, um, the sea named Solaris, uh, which is. Uh, at the 16.45 minute mark by Isao Tomita.
there was the sea named Solaris. Amazing is what it was. Isao Tomita from the 1978 album Cosmos, which is not the soundtrack to this film, Cosmos. Uh, it's just a different album that was also called Cosmos. And it was inspired by the film Solaris, which came out before that, the, I think, the Russian film, yep. the, the, the Tarkovsky one. Yeah. Right? And we hear at the end of the track, there's like this breeze noise. Like this very, Do you know whose head is lurking around the corner again <laughs> with this track? Who makes another cameo appearance? Tell me. It's JS. Oh. The old C-word. Because this track actually consists of an arrangement of two themes by oh, J.S. Bach. Okay. So you can't avoid this man. He's everywhere, you yeah. know? And, uh, yeah, it's it's quite lyrical, synthy, a bit weird. Sound effects are in there. But I like the, the complete presentation. It's a bit, you know, emotional. But also it reminds me of the very good soundtrack to the film... Um, Clockwork Orange. Oh, yes, yes, I absolutely, yeah. Yes, because what yeah. they do is they take classical pieces of music yeah. and they replay them and they arrange them with synthetic instruments. Yeah. Which, uh, and it, this, this works fantastically. And this is the same time, more or less, and it also like gives you a glimpse of the future. Like, synth sounds meant the future in the past, right? By taking JS and Beethoven and all these guys and taking making them synthy, this was like, you couldn't be more futuristic in the 70s, in the 80s. Like, wow, that blew everybody's head. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, and that's also what's going on. Yeah. The old JS and take our beloved Ludwig van. Ludwig van, yeah. you know, the yeah. old, the old, the old yeah. bastard. What, what amazed me is uh, the, um, the integration of uh, synth sounds into an orchestra, like, there was this this soft orchestra yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah very soft. Yeah, the the um, the synthetic sounds were, of course, very much in the front. Yeah, they bubbled up. Yeah. Like they they, yeah. they were like in the in a sea of, uh, of of strings. They 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 came up like uh, jellyfish that bubbled up. Very very beautiful. They Absolutely were cool. Great. Okay. Um, yeah, back, back to the spirit fair, and then I'm close to the end now. This is your last track. This is the last track, indeed. And is it like you said you wanted one of them? It was very important for you, and you wanted to play one of them. Which one is it? This one is the, the my absolute favorite track, and the one that's coming up now. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. People, he um, he's going to present the best track at the end. That's good. Because um, there's like, I told you about the mini games in the game. And there's one mini game where you, of course, because because it's a management sim, uh -huh. you have to also look for um, for for stuff to, to like resources. Right. Yeah. You, for example, have to go to, uh, to go on, on islands and, and mm. chop wood mm. and... Um, and get coal and um do you have employees or do you have to do that you have to do that and ah. you have like a little helper your cat all right which is why i said i think little children would also like to to ah. um 
can can play that game as well. Yes, um, so your your main character is a little girl, mm -hmm. and uh, she has a little cat which helps her in her chores. Uh, anyway, one of those um, mini games is collecting bolts. What? Bolts from a thunderstorm. Bolts. Yeah, like you you stand when when you there's the, when you are on your ship and there's there's a storm coming. Um, you someone of on your ship tells you, okay, now is the time again, and this music starts, and you start seeing. On the rooftops of of the of the cabins on your ship, mm -hmm. you start seeing this electric charges, mm -hmm. and you have to jump up and wait for the wait for the bolt to hit you. Oh, bolt! Yes, I see. All right, now I got you. Uh, the thunderbolt. Yeah, to hit you, and and uh, collect it. All right, okay. For, for currency, I think. Yeah, okay. And um, during that, during this this stormy. Stormy weather and 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 this thunderbolts. This music is is running and is running in a loop, of course. And this is yeah. the only sad thing about that track that is only one and a half minute long. All right. But um, enough talk about that. No, no, no. Let's talk some more. You told me it's okay for children, but then in the game you learn that when there's a thunderstorm coming on, you should go to the roof of your boat and. Try and to reach the bolts. Catch the bolts. Yeah, yes. that like <laughs> well, I'm not sure if I'm gonna present that to my kids yet. Let's listen to the track. This is Thunder Harvest. Thunder Harvest, everybody, by Max LL from the game Spiritfarer. Yeah, I mean, imagine that that middle part yeah. where you like have this this high energy yeah. and exhilaration yeah. and jumping from platform to platform and just looking out for this for this energy burst on on the on the rooftops and trying to get there before the before the bolt hits mm -mm. and looking for the next one and. Mm. Then mm. slowly, when the storm stops, yeah, the music as well gets again. 
yeah. it's longer. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Uh, it came and it went. Yeah. And in the middle was a bit of a frantic sort of a action situation. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. And okay. I can only give the strong advice. If you don't have the game, just look for the for the YouTube video from like uh, a scene from the game where there's this thunder harvest you have to see it you have to see the, the complete scene with the storm and with the with the thunderbolts and with, with everything to mm. like get into the to the understand the mood of the of the song yeah no that sounds great very good uh yeah really looking forward to checking videos out let's plays of of this game uh because it sounds very good very nice Spirit Farah. Yes. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, that was it for the game today already, people. And um, before we play the last track, um, let's uh, wrap it up. Sadly. Yeah. Sadly. Which is that's very, very, it's, it's very already. short. It's a very short episode. No. I don't know why. No. We, didn't, we didn't stray too far off the the path I mean yeah. the tracks were the tracks were short yeah yeah, pretty short my my longest tracks were about three minutes and yeah. a half or tracks were short yeah. but still we, just, yeah. we sort of we managed to reduce the the, the banter yes. you know and sometimes we tend to speak Very a little a little much yes. and um, I like it that we didn't go too far off the 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 tangent here or on a tangent anyways people um if you like this, please check out the other episodes as well. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. We're we're on YouTube. And YouTube. Write us an email to brokenchairscores at justemail.net. Comment on our page, on the Blogspot page. We would love that. Yeah. We're also currently updating it. Like we try to include cool buttons where you can click for your podcatcher. We're really trying to keep up up to date with the mo most you know recent podcast development situations so, we're doing our part yes so now it's your turn now it's your turn listen to the shows and write a comment that would be really good oops also don't forget if you have wishes let us know yeah but we're not now it's not now not, i don't think we're gonna play wishes you know oh, come on if the, if someone nah. tells us please uh, play this and that soundtrack I'm not sure if we're going to do that. Let's I, see. I think I will. You think? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I want to be in charge. I want to decide what's going to be played <laughs> here. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you have suggestions for the captain stuff to play, he might, he might do it. I myself are probably not going to listen to suggestions. Anyways, the last track is. Also the last track of the playlist, also the last track of each of the episodes. It's the first track again, but in the version that they call Reprise, which is shorter and more to the to the core of the actual track by Vangelis again. And um, I thought I want to play it because it just captures the general mood of the show so nicely that I would like to, to close also this episode on this track, right? Is there anything, final words you would like to say? Thank you for listening. 
that's that's my final word. And go go buy Spiritfarer. Go play Spiritfarer. Yeah, you can't buy Cosmos, but you can watch it maybe on PBS. <laughs> If you like <laughs> PBS, um, I know of something else you can like and and maybe listen to. Uh, Uh, I love, for example, the podcast LeVar Burton Reads. And if you know mm -hmm. LeVar Burton, you maybe know his uh, his long-gone show from PBS, um, Reading Rainbow. Mm -hmm. That's what I was reminded. Oh, yeah. yeah. This probably also came up in the center. That was before TNG, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, people. That's it for today. Thank you very much. And Thank you. Enjoy Heaven and Hell Part 1 Reprise by Vangels.